Hello and welcome everyone to the North Davis Podcast, where we have conversations about faith in Jesus, what's going on in our lives, the world around us, and how those things all interact. I'm your host and friendly neighborhood youth minister, Chris. Thanks for joining us and welcome to the show. Everybody, Chris here, bringing you week four of the Indie Pod. This is our last episode of Senior Spotlights, and this week we have uh, Jake Boyla with us in the studio and just having a good conversation about baseball playoffs, about romance, about Texas A&M and his future plans. Uh, really just a thoroughly enjoyable conversation with Jake, and I'm glad that you guys get to hear it. Um, just just so much fun to get to talk to these seniors one-on-one getting to hear um, their wisdom and the way that they've grown over the years and uh, just getting to share it with you guys really uh, has quickly become a joy of mine and so thanks for listening and participating in the show by subscribing make sure if you haven't done that already you can subscribe to the podcast wherever you are getting it through the Apple deal, or you can subscribe to the RSS feed on the uh, North Davis website, whatever is best for you. Uh, If you have any uh, topics you want covered on the show, do let me know. Uh, Here coming up shortly, we'll have some elder interviews and some other kind of different variety of episodes, and so we're excited to see uh, where the show can go. Without any further ado, here's Jake. Um, yeah, it's it's kind of catchy. I've enjoyed doing it. Um, we're just gonna roll here if you're good. Yeah. So you good. said you have a buddy that his dad is doing a podcast and it's kind of taken off. Yeah, yeah, it's just started to take off. His What's name? The? His name's Derek Kenny. Okay. Uh, the podcast is called Good Money, Good Hands, Good Work. Interesting. Yeah. So he was a a local entrepreneur in Arlington, and yeah. uh, he 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 sold he sold his business and. He just decided he wanted to be kind of a a motivational speaker, I guess you could say, for 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 business. Sure. Uh, and just finan- managing your your finances and stuff like that. So he's met with he had a, he had a podcast with Matthew McConaughey. Really? Yeah. He. That's cool. I mean, he is a whole story about how how he landed him, but yeah, he got him. He got a I'm thinking uh, Damon John from Shark Tank. Okay. Yeah, I like Shark Tank. Um, yeah. That's so I cool. mean, th- those are like the two. Yeah, I mean, those are huge names. names. Yeah, but they're they're huge names. Yeah, so that's legit. He's he's pretty he's been pretty successful. Yeah. So I, there's a couple podcasts I listen to, and the guys that host it talk about like when they speak with friends, like they'll go to a dinner party with their right. families, and they're talking to their friends and their friends' wives and their wives' friends, and like, oh, what do you do? And these these particular guys I'm thinking of, they're in a band called Emery. I don't know if you've ever. It's kind of a Christian metal band. No, I haven't. Uh, not huge, but like definitely like full time musicians. Right. And they're like, oh, you know, we're in a band, and they're like, oh, okay, like you like a wedding band or like a cover band, like no, like a legit band, like we write our own stuff, and like, oh, okay, what else do you do? And they're like, we're podcasters, because like you can get to a point where you can make money, you know, right. like you have ads on, like For you sure. talk about Spotify ads, yeah. like. You know, you can legitimately make money. Obviously, not a lot of people are, but you get ad revenue. And so, anyway, all that to say, if uh, anybody has a business they want to advertise and pay us money on the indie <laughs> podcast, yeah. we'll take it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know what it would take to get to that point. Uh, I guess we'll see how many subscribers you need before somebody goes, hey, can we pay you to advertise uh, our, uh, our product? 
Yeah, hopefully this one will put us over the 100 limit. And we yeah, can, right. We, we, we can start it going. Yeah. Well, maybe people that know your music will come check out uh, this oh, interview. Yeah. You this know? is just like a, a giant ad for my music right now. <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, if you're joining us, you are listening to Jake Boyla. He's our fourth senior and final senior to be interviewed, and we're excited to get to have a conversation with him and uh, just shoot the breeze a little bit. And um, you know, we just mentioned your budding music career. Uh, I know, but tell the folks around like you. Are, again, we were talking about like legit musicians versus you know a lot of people have dreams of, of making music, but where are you at in you know? seeing yourself in a music career you've you've put some stuff out there you've recorded some songs um where's that where's that at yeah for sure um so i would i wouldn't say i'm i'm there yet you know (laughs) (laughs) um but i I would definitely say i'm budding you know so i'm 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 just I'm, i'm getting ready to to do something bigger you know um you know it it kind of slowed down since uh senior year started and and uh and you know COVID all that stuff yeah but uh I you know music has always been my passion and I've, I've been writing songs for years and you know I've been playing guitar for more years and singing for even more years you know so um I've just you know I've always loved music and and you know I, I started to I started to write songs that I thought were good and mm-hmm. you know I said you know I think we should try this yeah. um so you know I I had some talks with some producers and and we've you know I've I've had two songs out um and you know they they haven't you know been huge or anything but you know I it's just it's just the start of, of something that that could be big you know um I I'm not sure if I'm gonna like pursue music right now um I'm probably gonna I'm definitely gonna go to college mm-hmm. um and you know major and I'm, I'm going to go to the business school and major in finance or accounting or something like that. Right. At Over at, at? At A&M. A&M. Texas A&M. A&M. Yeah. Very good. Um, yeah, go Aggies. Right. Um, so. Now, <laughs> <laughs> Merritt's in the room uh, booing, if y'all can't hear in the background. Um, are you a go Aggies, like you're excited to go at A&M, or are you like a go Aggies, like the cult members that, you know, have been going for years and you're just one of many? That, yeah, that truly believe like A and I like I have friends that went to A and M, and it feels like they came back like they were indoctrinated in a cult, you know, like oh yeah, the I, ring and the you know, like are you a, are you a, a person whose family members went there or are you the first? No, 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 no. I I'm I'm, I'm the first Aggie that okay. that I really know. Like so in you're my not like especially in my immediate family. And, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm I'm definitely the first one that you were talking okay. about, but I know exactly yeah, what you're you've talking about. You've talked to Aggies in their 60s or 70s. Oh, yeah. You know. I mean, there are people that, without I mean, without fail, they will tell you that it is the best school in the nation. Oh, for sure. Over Harvard, over right. all the, you know, whatever, the Ivy League schools. Right. A&M. Have you top. talked to anybody from North Davis that is an Aggie? I don't think I have. I think I have probably like, have maybe without knowing it. I'm probably uh, like briefly. Yeah, Bob Carter comes to mind. One of our shepherds. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, pretty sure he's an Aggie grad. That yeah. ring is just so distinguished. Like not distinguished. I don't want to pump up you Aggies more than you deserve, <laughs> but like uh, recognizable. Maybe is the word mm-hmm. I'm saying. Like right. when you see that Aggie ring and yeah. people just wear it. Uh, maybe more proudly than their wedding ring. I don't Do know. people still bigger. wear them? Like, like the older they get, they. Still, I think so. I, I don't really know. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking of like buddies of mine that went to school there and had family members, their dads, their grandfathers that went to A&M, and just 
all the time. No way. All the time, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, it's crazy. They talk about, like, you're talking about going to the business school. I mean, mm-hmm. they literally talk about, like, <laughs> not that this is good, but I know it happens, whether it's A&M or other schools, like, literally going into job interviews, reaching out to shake somebody's hand. And just they see that Aggie ring and they're like, "You're in." Yeah, that's that's kind of the idea when I'm going to A and M. I mean, yeah. you know, I was I was talking to uh, um, to, to to Merritt's dad actually, and he was saying that, you know, one of the first places that he goes to is ACU. I mean, not 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 just because he went to ACU, but he knows the program. He knows definitely. You know, he he knows what what's going on there, and so he he goes there to, you know, because because he knows it's it's a good program, and he knows he knows what he's getting. Right. And. I thought about that and I was like, I can't imagine how many people are like that. Yeah. That that are Aggies, you know. Right. And so Yeah, bigger I mean, school, so bigger network. Yeah, for sure. And so I, I mean that's not the entire reason I'm going to A and M, but sure. you know but um that's one of the reasons for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's totally legit. And I think that makes sense. You know, I think about even a smaller school like an ACU, you know, right. when I'm looking for interns, like I hit up ACU first because those are the people you know and that's the right. program you trust and mm-hmm. uh, it makes a lot of sense. I remember one of our professors saying, uh, and this is about ministry, but I think it's probably true just about anywhere except maybe like medical school. But they said, it's not the grade you make, it's the hand you shake. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so much about networking, right. who you can meet and impress and different things like yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. So. Yeah. Well, you mentioned senior year and that, you know, kind of taking priority over music making and whatnot. Um, a lot of people know what you're about over there at Grace and whatnot, but just kind of give us the lowdown of your busy schedule and all the things that are taking up senior year. Yeah, um, so I have experienced a pretty normal senior year, I'd say. Um, That's so good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very blessed. I'm very, very happy to, to say that. Um, the only thing that we haven't really done was homecoming. Mm, and yeah that was whatever you know we we've been in we've been in person the whole time um a few a few small quarantines that's that's beside <laughs> the point yeah i mean a few big i'm sorry big quarantines like entire school getting quarantined i was going to say once at least once the yeah. whole high school right mm-hmm. and but that was you know a two week period and it was over and mm-hmm. you know and then now covid numbers are way down so now we're even more normal but yeah we're we're pretty much i mean we're we're fully in person we have an online option but um that's been great. We just had prom, and you know, in person, and um, and masks were obviously allowed, but like we we weren't required to wear masks. So, oh really? Yeah, I mean because that we were in a really big room and okay, yeah. And is that universal across the school? I, I know a little bit, just you know, having been up there a touch for the esports crew and then Sarah working there. But is that? different for each class based on how much space is available or oh no okay in the school you're you're still you Uh still have to wear masks but i was talking at at prom you didn't oh that's nice being at prom you did so like in all the pictures we were were masks yeah yeah although you know we have all this research now that tells us you know kid i mean y'all obviously being young adults it's a little Mm -hmm. bit different but for the most part we have a lot of really good research that says you know, kids don't really get sick from this hardly ever, and they don't really right. spread it as likely. Right. So, and if they do, it's not like a, a fatal thing. Right, almost, yeah. almost never. Right, right. Um, which is good news. I hope we can look at that data and, <laughs> and realize yeah, for sure. that people that are at risk need to, you know, wear. You know, we need to wear masks around them and stay clear of people that are at risk. But Absolutely. kids, not so much. For sure. um, baseball, baseball, varsity baseball player, pitcher. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not a pitcher anymore. I, I, used I, to though, right? Yeah, I, I did. I did used to. I, I hurt my arm. Um, oh, okay. I've, I've I've gotten injured multiple times, and you know I I continue to pitch through 
all those injuries minus the last one. I was mm. like, you know what? This is like that. It was my junior year, and I said, you know what? This is going to be my last two years of baseball because I'm not going to. I decided I don't want to play it in, in college. Okay. And so I just said, you know, I'm. I just want to be able to be on the field. I don't want right. to, you know, pitch a game and not be able to. Yeah, and then sit to, to play my senior hurt. year. You know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we're we're actually really good this year. We're 19 and three. We actually uh, looked at the rankings all like in the entire state, and we're number one in the state. Wow. Not only in 4A, but like in in all private schools in Texas. All taps. Yeah. So that's legit. Yeah, we're really excited. We're uh, state states the plan. Right. So, so postseason starts uh, May third. May third, and is it single elimination the whole way through, or are there mm-hmm. rounds of three? Or yeah, single elimination. Single elimination. They, they got oh. rid, they got rid of the series because surely not because yeah. of COVID. Seriously? No, not not because of COVID. But oh. just because everything's been pushed back so much. Oh, it's been delayed, so they have to because get through like, it faster. We're like, our I think even in our second round of playoffs, yeah. we'll already be graduated. So. We'll be practicing for like, I mean, I don't know how how long it'll be, but there be, there will be three games if we go if we move on to state, we'd be already graduated. Yeah. So I mean, Do and, that, and it's like that for most schools, and so they just said we're mm-hmm. we're gonna speed this up. Yeah, man, that's hard. You it's know, hard. I, I didn't play baseball at the level you guys did, um, but that I mean that was definitely my first love, and I, I love watching it now. Like I can't imagine. You know, like the Super Bowl feels like, you know, it should be one game. It'd be hard right. to play a series of football games. Mm-hmm. But like every other sport, I mean, baseball, basketball, like it just feels like anybody can win any given day. Right. And so to to come out and play a single elimination at any level of playoffs. It's scary. Yeah. It's scary. Right. Um, one bad game. and Yeah. I think it'll serve us well for the first like two rounds because I, I looked, yeah. I, I were looking at the teams and we've already played the teams that we're. Right. Well, we've played like two of the teams of the mm-hmm. four that are going to kind of to like file into those to those two rounds. Yeah. And I mean, I I, I think I think we're, we're we're pretty good with those games, but yeah, you said with them. the next two, who knows? Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm really excited though. Yeah. That's gonna be great if I. I mean, if 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 the team comes comes back with the with the state title. Yeah, that'd be something else. Yeah. Do y'all know where state would be, like where the game would be played, or do you have to travel all over? I I don't. I'm really not sure. I, yeah. That hasn't been the question that I've been asking. <laughs> yeah, one game at a time, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, one of the questions that I've asked each of the seniors coming through, and, and you talked a little bit about having had a perfectly normal – not perfectly normal, that's not what you said, but largely normal senior year. Um, what has been the hardest part, though, of dealing with this pandemic um, – and just rocking COVID through senior year. What's what's been the biggest challenge? I mean, the biggest challenge was just kind of staying positive, you know, because there are mm. a lot of times when we were planning on things happening, like homecoming, and it got canceled. You know, things where uh, it was so easy just to complain. You know, yeah, for a lot sure. of like just there's a lot of great opportunities for the devil to just, you know. You know, be right behind your ear, just telling you how awful this is. Mm-hmm. When in reality, um, you, you know, we have a lot of things to be thankful for through this entire season. Um, so yeah, I mean, just, I yeah, I guess that's the biggest challenge. I mean, I haven't really, I mean, uh, thankfully, I haven't experienced anything that's been extremely hard, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, COVID related. Right. Um, so I guess just just staying positive and just being flexible because um, there's been a lot of times when 
when something like when people people get it and the school has to lock down and the rules get tighter and stuff like that and it's really easy for not just me but other students to you know get mad at the administration get mad at Mm -hmm. other people when Mm -hmm. like we just all need to realize that like like i was talking to the head of school she's like you know i don't want you to wear masks you know like i like i want you to guys i want you guys to have a normal senior year right and like i just and like right now we're we're still going to wear masks because there was a time when you know because governor abbott uh removed the mask mandate and Mm -hmm. we're trying to decide whether we're still going to wear masks and we ended up deciding that we are going to wear masks because it would it would really stink if we remove masks and then we had a whole school quarantine again and all the seniors would lose the last few weeks of their senior year sure so so yeah there's been a lot of i mean that's that, that's pretty much the main thing yeah it's it hasn't been very hard which I'm, yeah. I'm very thankful for it yeah i appreciate that perspective a lot and that kind of attitude of gratitude and realizing that there's so much more to be thankful for than to be upset about um, right and realizing like you said and that was um miss crocher i guess yeah Ms. Crocher. Yeah. yeah and I, I think that's the perspective that i wish everybody would have all the time with stuff like this is of course people don't want to be wearing masks right. you know but um, we're trying to discern what the best course of action is for the group as a whole. And, you know, playing it safe on something like this doesn't cost us a whole lot more than just the discomfort of having some. Although I will say, this is something I've noticed recently. I've been growing my beard out, and wearing a mask is now increasingly uncomfortable just because it gets itchy. You know, oh, really? people talk about, like, you know, it gets warm and they feel like they're running out of air. Um, unless you have breathing problems, I don't think that would be too much of an issue but my, it just gets really itchy really? after about 20 minutes yeah so that's Funny. i'm ready to be done with masks just because the the comfort factor and on the facial hair but for sure that's just me <laughs> that's um funny. thinking back to kind of the beginning and it, you've talked a lot about you know being thankful not letting you know the the enemy speak um poorly in your ear about being negative and being ungrateful but um, thinking back to, to March 2020, if you could b- go back to Jake then and say, hey, man, um, this is my piece of advice. Uh, if you could talk to that version of yourself, what would you encourage him to do or, or think or be prepared for? Work out more. Work out more? <laughs> Seriously? I mean, that's that, that, that's that, that, that's why? kind of the silly one. I mean, because for, no, for like it. about a month, I was like, I was just upstairs playing video games and doing homework oh, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. <laughs> And then later I ended up figuring it out. Uh-huh. But there was a a long time. I mean, there's there's a while there's one time when I just went downstairs mom's like, "Golly, Jake." <laughs> <laughs> was there more to it? I'm just imagining Jen just like looking at now, you. Like, you know, I, I I like run upstairs Golly, and I put a shirt on. I'm like, "Oh my gosh." You know, <laughs> <laughs> I've turned into a couch potato. <laughs> I mean, and I mean, I'm very fit now, just so everyone knows. <laughs> And I, I mean, I'm not gonna be boastful, but I, I, I don't have a six pack, but I'm, okay. I'm getting there. Be on there. your way. But uh, yeah, I be mean, proud of your fitness level right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in all seriousness, just, um, I mean, I, I'm gonna sound like a broken record, but just be positive. Okay. It's it's so it's so easy to to let this, you know, get in your head. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's so easy just to complain about this guy thinks this and yeah, it just. Like you just realize that it's not like the whole thing about wearing masks. Like it's it's something that like just just do what you can, you know. And mm. it, it's not it's it's not that 
mean, it is a big deal when people's lives are at stake, but mm-hmm. um, just just ha- just have a good attitude about it, you know. And yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna say that I had, I had a terrible attitude about it, but there there were definitely some times when I was just mad at the whole situation. Like, sure. you know, we like during COVID, we were trying to make a smaller prom because our prom got canceled, mm. and then. Um, like through just kind of a weird series of events it ended up getting canceled because the entire grade couldn't go to the prom which I mean, that was whatever but that was a really time when i was like oh my gosh like if this wouldn't happen if, yeah like if yeah it's does it have to be like is it that is it too much to ask for just there not to be a pandemic like right you know like <laughs> i mean it, it, it seems like a pretty easy question but yeah i mean but you just have to recognize that you can't control any of this and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like here here are your cards you just need to make the make the best out of it yeah um so yeah i mean and that's a it's a good metaphor too because like playing cards you know you you're dealt a hand and it is what it is right. and it just happens that for the last year everybody you know had the two of clubs you know right. which in most card games <laughs> is a bad card if that metaphor makes sense you know like yeah. we just had a pandemic card and we had to two seven we had to play it offsuit you're a card player, aren't you? Yeah, Merritt's the better <laughs> card player. Are you? Yeah. Well, you you should you should talk about your your experience at the casino. No. Oh, yeah. We're not going to talk about our. Yeah, we're not going to talk about our youth group Texas Hold'em nights. Uh, Twenty dollar buy-in. Just kidding. Just kidding. A thousand dollar buy-in. Golly, Merritt. Man, what are you doing for man. work that you have a thousand dollars to throw away? <laughs> hey graduation's coming maybe you'll have a lot of money oh my, uh, oh. in gifts we're going we're going straight to the casino after, <laughs> after, after the graduation party <laughs> gifts. is it really <laughs> you guys have no idea how many people are really nervous listening to this <laughs> like we gotta rein these kids in they're running they're to like, the casino they're wondering right if graduation. they should give the same amount of money yeah yeah, right. I think I might right. just give a Target gift card this time or something. Yeah, right. Here's a $500 Target gift card. Spend it wisely. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's been interesting. I remember uh, my buddy Luke, uh, who go, you probably sung on Praise Team with him, real mm-hmm. tall, goofy-looking guy. I hope you hear this, Luke. Um, and he was pointing out the, I think it was in our state capital when a bunch of people were protesting mask mandates fairly early on mm-hmm. and they had made signs something about like i need a haircut because like salons were closed or whatever early right. on and he was like i think the best thing to learn about this pandemic as a whole for the society of uh, at least in our country and in our state is how the how cl- close we all are to snapping at somebody you know like the the smallest inconvenience like somebody was like no you can't go to the salon for the next you know three months or whatever like it's gonna be closed and people were just like boom yeah. you know they lost their minds mm-hmm. <laughs> you know like we're gonna protest and make noise and complain right. you know about this thing you know and so I appreciate your attitude which is more hey like do what you can like you know just like Miss Crusher was talking about like we don't want to be in masks we don't want right. to shut things down but we're trying to do the best we can with the information we have with the cards that we're dealt for sure and just having some understanding towards people you know, in charge, like you're talking about, who have to make decisions and bear the weight of that responsibility. Uh, so I really right. appreciate your, your at least attempting to have a more positive outlook and maintaining that that of mindset. Um, you, 
this is kind of a unique class. Are you guys also lifers? I mean, maybe not your folks, but did you grow up entirely at North Davis? No, I did not. I think Merritt did. Yeah, Merritt did, and Avely did. Um, Anna's yeah, Anna obviously did. a ministry family, so she moves. Right. Um, um, how so long have you been here? I've been here since kindergarten, I think. Okay, so a long time. Not yeah. quite life. Oh, yeah, a, a, a while. Where were you guys before that? Were you in Arlington area, but different church? We, we, we lived in Arlington, but we went to North Richmond Hills. Okay. Which is now the, the hills. The hills, yeah, right. Yeah. right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I still don't really know why. Like the reason we moved, but mm-hmm. I think it was just because, you know, a, a lot of we we had growing relationships with the Jays and mm-hmm. the McDonalds and you know just people that were going to this church, and so we thought it was a good community to go to. And so, right. You know, we've been here ever since. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm. I would say close close to lifers. Right. Because, yeah. Because I mean, the first six years. I mean, yeah, it counts like, from kindergarten on. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Much. Yeah. And and were those relationships you talked about the McDonald's the Jays were those relationships that your parents kind of already had formed through some other avenue or how was that connection um, made? Our relationship with the with the Jays was before church. Uh-huh. The McDonald's not not as much. Like we had like seen them. Like we we were we would be spending time with the Jays and the McDonald's would be there too because they're, they're they've always been pretty tight and so. Um, but I I went to preschool with Merritt, and I'm ninety percent sure that's how. Okay. Parents met. And that was where? At Park Row. Park Row. Okay. Park Row Baptist, maybe. Christian, Christian Academy. Academy. Well, I yeah. think it's through a church. But anyway, but like, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we, we, we met through that, and it's been a, it's, it's just, it's just, it's been a great time, you know? So, uh, um, yeah. Yeah. Wait, no, you're good. What, what do you think the, advantage that you get being you know we'll get we'll give you that lifer status you know from kindergarten on what <laughs> merit saying that deserve deserve it. um no i'll give it to you for sure what do you think you get having been at a church at least through all your education career up to this point um what do you think you get over other people that have moved around you know no shade on them but what do you think has been the you know greatest benefit of being in a single church from K through 12. Yeah. Um, I would think it's just, I think it's mainly the, just the relationships that you build. I mean, you know, you, you, you see Merritt and I, and I mean, I've literally been friends with him since I was two years old and y'all are neighbors and right? yeah, we're, we're neighbors too. Um, and you know, that, that, that keeps us together too, but ju- just, to, just that we go to church together. It, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it just, uh, you know, solidifies like the bonds between, between our, you know, b- between each other and that it just, uh, creates a, creates a friendship and, you know, a, a, a God centered friendship that, that can last for, you know, years. Yeah. Um, and I think, I mean, it, it can help develop my faith too, but I think that, you know, when you're talking about a church, it's talking about, you know, people communing together and, and, you know, having relationships through, through Christ together. Right. And, and talking about Jesus. And, uh, and so I, I just think that the biggest thing about, staying at a church for this long it's just all the all the relationships that you build right and the you know like people that you can seek advice to so mean seek advice from mm-hmm. um and i don't know just yeah. just people that you can that you can know that you can trust right for sure because there are a lot of people that you can have a decent relationship with that you don't know if they if they have i mean if they have the same morals as you or if they have a relationship with jesus and um so it just allows 
um, it, it it just gives gives us a great opportunity to to have re- relationships with people that that aren't fellow Christians. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. So longevity here, and I believe longevity at Grace Prep too. How long have you guys? I know your mom uh, coaches cheer over mm-hmm. there, and, and I'm not sure if she does any other. I know she does photography and whatnot. Um, yeah, I, I've been um, to, I haven't been at Grace Prep for too long. I this is my fourth year at Grace okay, Prep. Okay, so, so all I, of high yeah, school. Yeah, all of high school. Okay. Um, I mean, even public, though I haven't public been, school before that. Yeah, I went to Butler Elementary and I went to Shackleford Junior High. Okay. And so what uh, what caused y'all to move? Was your mom there first? Did y'all make the move together? Yeah, we made the move together. Um, it was just kind of a. There's not really one reason. You okay. There's just kind of all kinds of concerns, you know, um, just wanting to grow up in a Christian environment was one of it. Sure. It was one of the things. Um, I think they were. I think my parents were concerned about Lamar's education because we had seen um, Shaq's, like, I don't know, just just Shaq's education, and it was and it was fine, but it just wasn't very, wasn't like pushing us. Okay. And so they, I guess they assumed that it'd be the same at Lamar. Sure. So, so they're looking that was for a challenge for you. And now that now I think I think Lamar's education is really good because Merritt seems to be challenged all the time. Well, Merritt's pretty smart. He's yeah, like, and Merritt's a smart dude. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's some individual responsibility as far as academic performance, right. but there's also a systemic, you know, situation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, four years at a Christian school, and then you know, you talked about, of course, being you know at this church and being involved in, um, I know, going up ACU camps, and right. you know, you've done a lot to be uh, investing in Christian community and in your walk with Jesus, uh, and then you're going to go to A and M, which is a right. public school, and to be sure. Uh, every school is a party school, you know, like oh, people talk absolutely. about, people talk about colleges and like, Oh, so-and-so is a party school. And I'm like, I went to Abilene Christian. They were people having parties, right? Yeah, right. Um, you can find trouble wherever you would like to. Um, what do you feel like you have been, I hesitate to say better prepared for compared to our public school friends, but do you think you have any advantage in living the kind of life you want to live and not uh, getting caught up into things that you don't want to get caught up in having gone to grace for the last four years, you know, like, do you, do you ever think about A&M and, and what's out there for you and, and what kind of person you want to be? Uh, do you think that you have some extra training to, you know, stand up to that? I don't know. How do you, how do you think about that? I, mean, Just I, going to I, I think the grace prep has definitely helped me in, in, in a sense of, knowing who to spend most of your time with and knowing what to, what to spiritually feed yourself with, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think that, um, being at Grace Prep and, um, having friends where that I've gone on mission trips with and, and, you know, done a lot of out outreach projects with, like, it's just, uh, helped me to look at A&M as an opportunity, you know, uh, not only in the education realm, but also in a realm of just um, finding new people to, to, to have relationships with and also finding new people to share Jesus with. Because, mm-hmm. um, and I mean, in America, Jesus is a fairly well-known name. Um, a lot of people know, Jesus, know the name of Jesus, but um, they don't, they still don't know who Jesus is, you know, and I think that. Yeah, um, agree with that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and I and I think that uh 
and is a great school, but there's a lot of people at A&M who don't know Jesus, and mm-hmm. I and I think mm-hmm. that um, that the Lord has presented me and all the other um, Christians that are going to A&M a great opportunity to share his, to share His name. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm not I'm not really sure if that answered your question, but uh, yeah, yeah, and I don't know exactly. It was kind of a off the cuff question, and so I don't the off the cuff answer is, is totally fine. Um, I think it comes from, you know, this sense of, in some ways, like for me, the opposite experience of like going to a public high school and then going to a Christian college and feeling like um, somehow, because I always made fun of my friends that were in private school, you know, it's like, oh, y'all don't really know what it's like. Now, I think I was wrong. I think, you know, just like we, it's the exact same everywhere. Yeah, there's the same kind of people. Yeah, there's the same kind of people everywhere. Mm -hmm. It's just, I think it's just the numbers are bigger. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's I think that's true. And I don't think that's shocking to most people listening to think that, you know, people are people regardless of for sure. the title of the organization, just like right. uh, churches are full of people making all mm-hmm. kinds of mistakes, uh, yeah. including ourselves. Um, yeah. Well, like you, your faith is your own, you know, so like just because your parents make you go to a Christian private school does not mean that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, exactly. Yeah, I mean, that's real. I, I know. I mean, I know a lot of people that at my school that I mean. Lord knows they wish that they that they went to a public school. You yeah, know, somewhere like, where they didn't have the same rules. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Do you have anybody from school or anybody that you have uh, a relationship with that you know that's also going to A and M? Yeah. Um. Actually, so my my future roommate is oh perfect is, is one of my best friends at school. Cool. So you already have a roommate picked out. Yeah. Dude, yeah. that's so good because then you can you know you kind of talked about that mission mindset of knowing like going in and wanting to represent Christ well and, and talk to people about faith. Mm. And then you have a roommate that, you know, hopefully on the same team. Yeah, um, he is. It, it can be so challenging, I imagine. Again, I went into a private school. It was much easier to talk about Jesus. Right. Um, but I, ju- I just imagine, like, if you were going by yourself, that would be so much more of a challenge. So Absolutely. I'm glad you have that that yeah. uh, that buddy there. Yeah, it's, it's very encouraging, you know, knowing – because he's not the only person there. There are – Right, probably six or seven people in my grade. Which, to give some perspective, there's about fifty-five people in my grade, mm-hmm. and six or seven people in my grade that I like know for sure are going to A and M. Yeah, that are like close friends of mine, actually. Right. So, um, I think that that presents a great opportunity to to have a great uh, Christian environment. Mm-hmm. But it also, and I think it also presents a, a challenge to to branch out too. I mean, because yeah. I know it can be very easy. Yeah to not want to branch out and I'm going to try to branch out and meet, meet more people. Right. Um, yeah. Very cool. Uh, can we get personal for a second? Okay. (laughs) And we can always cut this if we want to. So if let's get personal, if you say something, you're like, "Eh, I'm out. Uh, you are dating and uh, forgive me. I do not remember the young lady's name. Sarah, Sarah. (laughs) Yeah. That's funny. (laughs) Um, Sarah, is she also a grace? She's a grace. Okay. Good deal. Um, what are her plans? What are your plans? I I was going to mention this first. Okay. She's going to A&M as, as well. Okay. Um, it so there's no uh, officially she is. Um, she yeah. was she was on the fence on whether to go okay. to another university or not. Sure. But uh, I mean it, it wasn't. Um, it 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 wasn't like a no one's following who is what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so she, like we I appreciate she, that you're she's thinking about that going there for a program. She's been actually been wanting to go to A&M since she was young so okay um so it's not 
just uh, right, decision yeah. to be together. Yeah, everything kind of fell into place for me, and everything fell into place for her. Yeah, you know, I, I I found a roommate, and um, I got into a great, you know, I got into the business honors program, which is which was a blessing. Yeah, very and prestigious. It just, it just felt like I, you know, that's where I was supposed to go. And you know, same thing with Sarah. She 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 found a roommate, and she she's got a plan to be, uh, to be a PA, a business assistant. It, yeah, thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and just through just through that program, so yeah, yes, yeah, so that's that's her plan. Okay, so yeah, no reason to. Uh, I feel like n- not a lot in our youth group, but just remembering high school and hearing people talk, like there is definitely that conversation of uh, people that are in a relationship come prom time and whatnot, and almost this sense of like you know, I assume y'all went to prom together, and mm-hmm. almost, there's almost that sense of like prom is the kind of the last hurrah, right. or, or maybe we'll keep dating until August, and then we go to our different schools, yeah. and it just feels like there's an inevitable end to those relationships. I don't. Do you have do you have friends that oh, are absolutely. in that situation? Since prom, there have been like three or four relationships at my school that uh-huh. I know that have broken up since, which is a and it's been like a significant percentage when you have about 60 seniors. Right. Well, I mean, and four relationships, is like it, eight I'm, I'm, I'm really not that surprised. Cause like, yeah, I mean, yeah, everyone's like, well, I'm not going to break up with him before yeah, right. prom. Like, right. that's, that's terrible. So Merritt, have you heard this story about his buddy on the baseball team? No. <laughs> Merritt last night before Devo is on the phone with a buddy who correct me if I'm wrong, Merritt. I know y'all can't really hear. So, shout out to Merritt's friend, but uh, the guy gets the news that the playoffs schedule or the tournament schedule this week. Okay, so so prom is this coming weekend. It'll be behind us once this episode is released. But uh, basically, prom is on the horizon, and there's a baseball game scheduled for Friday that could be rescheduled to Saturday if it rains. Uh, and so he calls her girlfriend of one year, which is forever in high school terms. Right, yeah. Uh, but, I mean, together for a long time, seniors, so, you know, basically young adults at this point, and calls, you know, hey, you know, babe or whatever their pet names are for each other. And, uh, so sorry, but, you know, this game might get rescheduled. And if it does, it will conflict with prom and I and will I'm not be able to go. Game. And he's like, I'm, I'm going to the game. Mm-hmm. And you said, Mary, like within 24 hours she broke up with him? You know, and he was like, "Whoa, where is this coming Wait, from?" Is this, I know multiple Davids. Is this Frawley? That's okay. Yeah. So within 24 hours, she decides, you know, yeah, this probably. is it, and basically yeah. says, "Like you're choosing baseball over me." And and he was like, "Where is this coming from?" You know, like oh, have you been man. thinking about this? And she's like, "No, it's just since you said you were That's picking baseball." And he, yeah, she says, "I need a boyfriend that, that pr- prioritizes terrible. me over baseball." <laughs> that is harsh. That's yes. probably. I mean, it's probably for the best then. If she, that's what she. Thinks. Right. That's what I was like. Maybe, <laughs> maybe there's some unhealthy elements to that relationship. If that's kind of oh, yeah. how they're interpreting that, and you know, because I feel for him. You know, like if it's senior year, it's. I mean, y'all, y'all both know in the room. You know, last few baseball games, like you want to play. You know, like these, these are your guys, and you've given a lot of your yeah. life to playing. And, Absolutely. Uh, anyway, well, well, that's interesting. I didn't realize she was going to A and M too, and I appreciate that your candor. And also, I'm glad that we don't have to put you in the awkward situation of being like, oh, "Hey, yeah. well, uh, so what are you going to do with this girlfriend that's going to, you know, New York I'm for just school?" Like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> right. Because be, I've really been struggling with this. You know? Yeah. Right. Well, I, I remember being in high school, and yeah, I was that's uh, that's a big thing. Dating this gal who was a year younger, and mm-hmm. we had to have that conversation. We weren't super serious, but we had definitely been out a few times, and I was like. 
is probably May of you know senior year again. She's a junior at the time, and I was mm-hmm. like, I really, I said, I, I like you a lot, but I think you know if we stay together like i, I don't want a girlfriend going to college you know because you're going to be here and i'm going to be in Abilene, right. and i just don't think that'd be a good situation so i think like we call it now before we get more uh, involved you know yeah and she, uh she was not happy and that was awkward yeah, so. i can imagine she was happy <laughs> yeah, yeah well I, I felt like i should probably address the whole going to the same college because i feel like when, when especially when an adult here is like oh yeah we're going to the same uh-huh. college you're like Y'all can't see it, but Jake's uh, face is 100% accurate as it means far like, as the are, way people respond. Are, are you sure you want to go to the same college? Right. Like, is that like... Who's following uh, who? And you kind of address idea. that. Like, people like always want to the other moms. It's like... <laughs> Do you ever feel like moms are talking about you guys and your relationship? <laughs> you know, like not just the mother of... Not just, not just yes. Jen and not just Sarah's mom, but like their friends who oh. are also moms. <laughs> 100%. I have no doubt. I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I have no doubt because I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not. Not that it's a bad thing. It's, it's a, a natural thing. Confidence. Yeah, moms no doubt. talk. Yeah, and that's not. It's not a bad thing. It happens. Right. Yes, it's it's not bad. Uh, it can be embarrassing, but it is not bad. I just feel like I should probably make it say it's not bad, just in case my mom's listening. To this. <laughs> I hope she does hear this. I hope she does. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I hope she hears it too. <laughs> Yeah, well, we appreciate that moms talk and they get happy about our happiness and, and things that are going well for us, including relationships. You yeah, know? absolutely. C- certainly at this age, you know, not to put this on you, so, you know, don't feel like you have to respond. But I, I mean, once you're 17 and 18, like, even if you're not planning on getting married tomorrow or even in the next year, like, you you definitely are having thoughts, right? I mean, yeah. you, you start thinking about, you start really analyzing people as marriage material or not, I guess sure. is what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, I mean, um, if you're not dating, uh, in my opinion, I think you should always be dating for marriage. I mean, like, I mean, not maybe not always, but like, I mean, what? Yeah, what, what does that mean? Marrying them, then why okay. dating them? Like, yeah, I mean, it's. I know a lot of people that didn't do that in the past, and right, they're happily married now, and it's and that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, so you're saying like, if you're dating somebody and you don't think you could marry them, like, yeah, you know, you're done. Like, I just. I feel like in a lot of ways out of respect for the other person. Like you don't yeah. want, you know, if you don't see this person marry them, you don't, mm-hmm. don't waste a year of their life. Right. Yeah. No, that I, sounds a little bit harsh. No, I think that makes a lot of sense. And it, it, it's respecting that person's time and, and their heart too. And then saying like, if I, you know, if I don't see this go in the distance, then, you know, we should be on our way. Right. Um, yeah. Well, very cool. Um, Long time, like we said, in the youth group, um, as you reflect on K through 12 and getting ready to graduate, uh, are there any particular memories or a single memory that sticks out above all the rest as being uh, a favorite or a couple of favorites? Yeah. <laughs> that was a sly I mean, smile. <laughs> I have a few memories. I mean, uh, actually, we know there, there are a lot of memories that I, I don't really think I can say. But okay, here, here here's a pretty neutral memory. Yeah, well, so it, neutral it, memory. You you were the, oh, because well, right there, are a lot of memories that are gonna embarrass people, which I I don't really want. Well, are we people. keeping them off the show? Well, I, I, don't 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 look for you. I, I I can't even think about something of you. I mean, you could come over here and whisper it to me if you want. I I kind of want to know now. We can always edit. I'm sorry. It I don't it know. I don't know if they can hear Merritt, but he. I'm having a conversation with Merritt about. <laughs> No, I don't know what you're talking about at all. All right, 
<laughs> okay, well, I, um, so we have more to say off the air, apparently. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Okay, but sure, favorite memories sure you, you have that are not going to embarrass anybody, I guess, is the topic. Yeah, well, so I, I guess a pretty, I mean, yeah, I guess I'm going to call it a neutral memory is when we were um, hiking in Colorado. You were there, mm-hmm. yeah, and Merritt was not there, unfortunately. Yeah, what a turd. Playing baseball, what's wrong <laughs> with you? Um, <laughs> you terrible person. Yeah. Um, Your dad went with us on that one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah my dad went with us, and we were eating food under the tarp, you know, because mm-hmm. there was that little area that the people were making food for us, the, I don't know, the, the, the guides. guides. Yeah. And um, it just, it starts to rain, I think. Mm-hmm. It, it starts to just lightly rain. We're like, okay, we should probably, you know, wrap it up and. Then it starts to hail. <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, just little tiny things. Uh-huh. I mean, all, like, almost like sleet. I mean, like, but it was just, it was so tiny. Yeah. And, like, right at, like, like at that moment, I'm like, here, I, I'm not done with my food. I'm going to go to my tent, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get <laughs> under I don't know. I mean, and-, and that was probably the best decision I've ever made in my life. <laughs> I Because then what happened? Uh, <laughs> then what happened? Oh, what happened? I mean, that? do you remember the hail getting? Oh, I mean, maybe quarter size. Yes, I mean, I I just remember like hearing like the hail like just destroying, not not literally destroying, but just like right. pounding the tent, just boom, 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 boom. And right. everyone's like, ah! yeah. <laughs> you can. And it's funny because you can. It almost feels like when you're outside in a hailstorm like that, you can hear it coming harder before it's hitting the ground. Yeah. And I don't mm-hmm. quite know why that is, but just like when heavy rain's coming, like right. you hear it for a couple seconds before mm-hmm. it hits the ground. Do you remember Carly was? Yeah, I remember Carly. <laughs> yeah. So that was the part that I was debating on. T- yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Carly, we we love you dearly. Yes, I think everybody in the youth group has heard about it, so there's no reason to be embarrassed. But Carly uh, was, you know, for those of y'all that have never backpacked through the woods, you once you pitch camp, you pick a bathroom spot for each of the. Uh, sexes right so men here's your bathroom 100 yards away from camp you know to the north women 100 yards to the south um and you've got to hike a little bit of ways to get away from camp because you don't want to be seen and then you know bury your business and everything um and so you've got to take this what, what do we call it uh biff bag biff bag that's yes exactly bathroom and forest bag and it's got the toilet paper and the hand sanitizer and the shovel that you need to bury said business <laughs> <laughs> and as we're munching around the tarp, having just got to high camp, I think, so a long, long day of hiking. Yeah. And as Jake and others have decided, I'm going to go to my tent where I've got a good, you know, rain fly. I'm and not sure there were very many it. others that, I mean, because I remember I got like crap from it. Like, because like, I remember so Greer Tenery was there. Jacob Bombering was there. Uh-huh. Chase Alexander was there. And they're all like, you're going to your tent? Yeah. You know, like what it was. <laughs> okay, go to uh-huh. your tent, Jake, you know. Yeah. So Jake, I, I think a few others took off for their tent, um, but, but one way or another, we hear screaming in the distance, <laughs> and not quite like, I'm in danger, there's a bear screaming, but like, oh no, this is terrible, nothing's actually you know wrong, but, and it's Carly, who's been in the woods going to the bathroom and getting hailed on. Oh my god, I remember hearing about that after. Well, yeah. and that was, that was actually a crazy experience for the people, well, because there are some people that like their, like their doors, like their... Their tents were open and stuff like that, like the yes. zippers for their doors. I right. Don't, I don't know. I don't know if "doors" the right word, but yeah, the tent flap. The, yeah, the yeah. The tent entrance. flap was open, and they had hail on the. They had hail uh-huh. all in their um, in their tent. Right. And, and there were these weird, and there were these kind of strange tents. Remember, because there were teepees, right? 
Yes. It was teepees with yes. a tarp on the floor. And so not typical. Like, like even I, I was in the tent and I was like scooping. I mean, I was like pushing hail out because right. it kept coming in. And I was like making barricades with. Yeah. Like, cause we had like other folded up tarps in the tent just in case. <laughs> and so I was like, just yeah. Cause it, it hailed for pretty long. If I remember, like well, it, it hailed was, twice, I think uh-huh. that was one of the times it hailed and the second time it wasn't that bad. Right. But it like, it about covered the forest floor. Oh, though, like, it was. Yeah. It was, it, so it wasn't like it just the hail snowed, it was, really. and it was going to melt. <laughs> and, yeah. You know, get everything wet on the yeah, inside. So. It was crazy. Cause Chase and Jacob and like, I think there were like three or four people that were in hammocks. Yeah. Yes. They had, that was they had embraced too. the mountain man, sleep under the stars kind of vibe, and uh, mm-hmm. and it hailed. <laughs> they did not sleep in the hammock the next night. No. Yeah, we had tents for them, but they definitely wanted to do the hammock life. And yeah, and they regretted that. <laughs> I mean, but I, actually, no, they they didn't. They ended up sleeping in the hammock like the next night. As I say, they they ended up going back to yeah. it right even oh, after we did the summit the next day and everything. Man. Um. Yeah, that was quite the yeah, experience so that, for sure. Definitely one crazy experience. I can think of a lot. Yeah. I, I can think of a lot. No doubt. It's a, I don't know, they're all a little embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, some are more embarrassing than others, uh, for sure. And I mean, I th- I mean, you know, there, growing there, up There are a lot of ones for, like, ye- like when I was younger. Mm-hmm. At, like, we, we went to Camp Goddard. You, were, you weren't there right. at that time. But that was when, you know, ev- like, every year, like, like not only would the people from our church come, but like we would, in, I would invite like friends from my school, mm-hmm, like Merritt and mm-hmm. I would, and Court would invite some of his friends, and the girls would invite their friends too. And then there right. was just these like crew. There were just these like little times when like a guy and a girl would kind of like each other, and then everyone would make the hugest, like I mean the hugest. That's not a big word. The biggest <laughs> deal out of it. Yeah, I mean, this is what age? At, we were like fourth grade. Right. I mean, we're, we're super young. Yeah. Remember when crutches in fourth grade were like the biggest news and nothing else mattered? Crutches? Yeah. What Isn't that what you're talking about? Like when somebody liked somebody else and then everybody oh, would uh, make a I huge you're not talking about about physically cr- phys- physical. No, sorry. That may not be a word y'all use. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when they like each other is what yeah, you yeah, said. Yeah. Yeah. Crushes. Crush. Like who's your crush? Like who you said crutches. Oh no no no! I'm, I'm sorry. Crush. I'm sorry. Yeah yeah crushes. Yeah, oh yeah absolutely. Like yeah romantic. Um, yeah, those were the biggest deal. Uh-huh. I was a part of one of them, and of course, I think court court was definitely court was a part of multiple of them. I've heard court's name attached to a lot of oh uh, yeah ro- romantic or not so romantic <laughs> stories, and, were, and like and all of them were like the girl was so into court. Yeah, and court was never like just out into them at all. Yeah. I feel like that's always how it is, though. Girls like start noticing boys usually way before the other way around. Yeah, you know. I mean, I, I mean, all the guys thought he was really cool. Like, Man, yeah, all, all these Court's girls like Court. Yeah, going on. like what's Court doing? How do I do that? So the he, girls he, he's, he's a sporty guy. I mean, because yeah. I mean, I don't. If you don't know, Court's going to Stanford for baseball. I did not know he was going to you Stanford. Didn't know he was going to, yeah, yeah, that's he's, huge. He's going to Stanford because his brother's at. Princeton. Uh, Princeton. I knew it was one of the Ivy. I wanted to say Harvard. I knew that one right. Yeah, they're both. Yeah, I mean, so he's going to stand for really baseball. talented. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so he's he's an athletic dude. Uh-huh. Yes, and he got all the girls. <laughs> do you remember that age at all? Like, do you remember what it felt like to like uh, a girl a or bit. have a girl like you? Oh, to have a girl like me? Like, I just remember feeling, like, so embarrassed about when people oh, would talk yeah. about it and well, I mean, like you, your face would get super red over the dumbest stuff. Yeah, 
like holding a hand, like you're like you're going. You were holding hands in fourth grade. I'm <laughs> not. I mean, not in fourth grade. But I mean, like in sixth grade. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. that was like yeah, fourth grade. When that was a big deal. <laughs> but uh, I I don't know. I was just I just remember, uh-huh. you know, I I don't know if I can like make the shaking noise, but you know, I'm just yeah, knees knocking. My, like, my whole body's shaking. My problem to hold their hand. I think I think it happens to everybody, but my problem was. Uh, and I've always been like this. My dad's like this. Is I sweat, you know. Like when I'm real nervous, I don't get nervous a whole lot about anything anymore. But like my palms would get super sweaty. And so if you wanted to hold a girl's hands, you're like wiping it, wiping on, it on your shirt, shirt first, you know. Like drenched from right. Yeah, and then you want to like scoot over, and you're like, oh no, like it's about to happen. I'm gonna touch her hand, or you know, or like reach around her. You know. Remember when we were goofy? Yeah, we're just these like awkward encounters. Yeah. I think, I think you're really pretty. <laughs> Would you like to go out with me? Which at 12 means like sit together at lunch sometimes, <laughs> and we'll exchange phone numbers. When I was in when I was in middle school, it w- we would exchange screen names on AOL Instant Messenger, AIM, and oh, then yeah. you would stay up typing to each oh, other. Oh yeah, we've had an instance with Knox where Knox is not allowed to talk to girls, oh. and they have this like Facebook Messenger kids, which yes. that's like a thing uh-huh. that I don't know. I'm supposed to be a that's not really. I'm not really in that generation, but that's. I yeah. guess that's something that all the kids use because their parents can monitor it because it's okay. through their mom's Facebook parents account. account. Okay, mm-hmm. that's interesting. Or, or the, I mean, all the dads. But yeah. um, uh, I just remember, like, coming home from school and hearing a story about a girl, um, <laughs> you know, texting Knox on this app. Saying, Knox, yeah. I really like you, and I really want you to be my boyfriend. <sighs> And, and Knox is nine. Knox is nine. <laughs> so f- what? I mean, I mean, but like, I mean, that's like the summary of a text. But it was like a paragraph. Oh yeah, like a from lo- like a nine-year-old like a love poem. I mean, and she was like really into Knox. And yeah. I, and mom, that's crazy. And mom didn't even ask Knox if he liked her. Mom, she just shut it mom down. Mom took it right away. She said Knox isn't allowed to talk to girls. Yeah, and like, we're out on this. Block or anything. <laughs> just like, yeah, you can't talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good for your mom though. Like, hey, you know, we're gonna set some boundaries here. Oh well, yeah. I mean, yeah. especially. Especially when you're the second kid, you've and you've learned the lessons of for sure talking to girls. Like, I mean, I mean, I, I was a little bit of a lazy man when I was young. I mean, that does not surprise me. I gotta but, tell you. <laughs> I mean, get you know that what? joie de vivre I was, thing. I mean, you know, I, I play guitar. You know, I mean, what, what I understand. I, I am not near the <laughs> guitar player. Like seriously, like five percent of your guitar ability. Thank but you. I legitimately asked my parents to get me a guitar for a graduation present. My my birthday's in May, so I don't remember. Maybe it was right. 18th birthday, but like mm-hmm. graduating 18th birthday onto my way to college, I got a guitar and I had been playing bass in the on our praise band. Right. So I and I was uh, played trombone in high school, so like I know music well, but I was like I'm gonna teach myself guitar, and I learned like 12 chords, you know, right. and a, some basic strumming pattern, so that I could sit on the porch of the dorm and play worship music, Oof. just so girls would come by. You know, like I get like there is oh, yeah, something I mean, at ACU, about you're playing, you're playing worship music at the bottom. Right. The and it works on Christian. Oh, girls. oh yeah. yeah. The girls love the Yeah. You they understand. Love the worship music. Yeah. Like you said, like there is something. I, and I think that's sometimes I even think about like David in the Bible. Right. Being uh, a musician. Right. Being right. A heart player and like mm-hmm. having musical skills yeah. and writing poetry. And like David's kind of a ladies man. Like, yeah, he well, takes okay. advantage of it for sure. Absolutely, you know, like ladies are all over him. Like he's a stud. <laughs> I mean, he's he's also a, soul- a king too. I mean, he's got like right, but even before that, you yeah, know, well, like right, when yeah. he's just a soldier and mm-hmm. he kills Goliath, and like way before he becomes king, like yeah. Saul's daughters into him, which Saul's super like 
musicians get attention. <laughs> I mean, and it's, I mean, he said he was kind of a small dude too. Right. I mean, but also ruddy and handsome. So yeah, you know, that makes up for a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> so all that to say, don't take advantage of your musical um, magnetism. We might. No, I mean, say. I, I don't. I don't feel like it did. I mean, if if I did. I mean, I, I didn't like multiple. I never like liked just a ton of girls. Right, you but weren't like, taking. Like when I ever did like it. someone, the first thing I do is, is play guitar Absolutely. for them. Hey, we all have different gifts, and we use the cards to go back <laughs> yeah, to earlier. I mean, I mean, we use the cards we've been dealt. What's your favorite song? <laughs> <laughs> do you find that the Southern drawl comes out a little bit too? You know, you're like, yeah. how do I channel my inner Tim McGraw a little bit here? Because <laughs> I mean, you know, what's your depends. favorite song, and can I play it for you? Is way different than Hey Girl. What's your favorite song? What's your favorite song? <laughs> you know, they turn on the charm. They they probably say something by like Justin Bieber, and I'd be like, "Oh yeah, I can't play that, dude." Bieber. <laughs> I think I'm older than Bieber. Really? Yeah, because like so I remember when Bieber became famous, I was like, "This kid's like not finished puberty." Yeah, you know? well, and he's that, that's what I realized when I was. Music. I mean, I I like. Around like twelve when I started to hit puberty, I was like, "Man, Justin Bieber was 16. Right, he sounded like a girl. You right, know, his like, voice had not dropped to what it is now as an adult. Yeah, yeah, that's something else. Uh, well, we've been going on for a little bit here. We'll find a good <laughs> good stopping point, but it's been a really enjoyable conversation. Yeah, and, absolutely. Um, Had a great time. Just getting to ref- reflect on um, really your whole life and and certainly what's been going on in senior year as well. Um, uh, each senior just been concluding with uh, a chance to say something to North Davis and the people listening. Do you have any uh, particular message? Of, of course, your family's you know uh, still here and whatnot. So North Davis will always be you know one of your home away from home once you move on from here. But Absolutely. is there any message that you would leave for the people? Any any words of wisdom you want to share or any uh, words of gratitude you want to leave with? I don't know if I have much wisdom to give all the members of. Of, of North Davis, but um, I will say that it's been really amazing to see all the love that you guys have poured into me. You know, I, I remember I would I'd, I'd sing a song on stage, or I'd I'd help lead worship, or something like that, mm-hmm. or I'd I'd be in the church musical, and I just hear so many people go up to me and um and just tell me how proud they were of me, and tell me how how they love how I'm using the Lord's, you know, the, um. I'm, how I'm using my gifts for for the Lord, and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I just felt so much encouragement from from everyone there. And I've, you know, I mean, and honestly, there's been a lot of people that you know would walk up to me and they'd know my name, and I really wouldn't know know their name. Yeah. We just weren't in the same circle, and I'd for be sure. on stage, and it just, I I felt so much love from everyone at North Davis. You know, they've been very, always always extremely kind, and always I'm extremely supportive and everything. You know, I. Uh, I'm going on a mission trip and I, I sent out letters to a lot of people and um, it's been really amazing to see how, how generous these people have been. Um, and just, just to see everyone's heart, it's been very encouraging. And um, I, I, I'm still, and I, I, I always will be thankful for, for everyone at North Davis who, who's, who's encouraged me, who's nurtured me in, in Bible class and um, who's just been great examples for me. Yeah. Um, so just thank you to everyone who, who, who did that for me and yeah yeah absolutely uh it takes a village to raise a child they say yes. and uh you guys have heard jake and all of our seniors now um have very similar sentiments and just i hope uh we as a church appreciate all of the um 
gratitude that we're hearing from our seniors and all the effort that you have put in in helping to raise them and love on them and encourage them. So, Jake, we look forward to seeing what's next for you, man, and you. good luck at A&M. Thank you so much. Hey, folks, thanks again for listening to the first four episodes of the ND Pod. The North Davis podcast really started out as a way of trying to highlight our seniors and letting folks get to know them a little bit better during a pandemic, but it's turned into something that has always kind of been a little pipe dream of mine in having a podcast where we get to have interesting conversations with people, uh, record it, and share it. So uh, thanks for being part of the audience and wanting to uh, hear content from the ND pod. Uh, Moving forward, like I mentioned at the top, Uh, you are going to hear some uh, variety of episodes moving forward. It's going to be things like elder interviews. It's going to be things like marriage advice and tips from from staff and just having different conversations about our marriages. Uh, It's going to be maybe a little segment called Depolarize. Uh, Brett and I have been talking about what it might look like to just hash out different points of view on different topics and what we could uh, debate about in a friendly and, and Christ-like manner as we have you know, argumentation about uh, different takes on Scripture and about the proper way to live out uh, the Christian faith in, in this 21st century world. And uh, Anyway, just so many different conversations to be had. And uh, again, if you have any ideas or things that you would like uh, more information on in this kind of Uh, conversational type setting I'd love to hear your ideas Uh, give me any feedback you might have Uh, and again thanks for listening we'll see you next week